Alexander. Shabbat for three. Bingo! Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. Butler will get it for the win. He is hard to believe. Here's Jordan. going on guys welcome to our 28th episode of our 24 minute recaps before we get started please make sure to subscribe on youtube at time dropper podcast make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at twitter instagram and facebook at dime dropper pod and of course to subscribe on apple Podcasts and follow us on spotify so tonight gonna keep it short clippers playing the magic the Lakers playing the Pistons last night. Laker fans requested for me to watch that one, so I'll bring you that one. So let's get into the game that just happened, the Clippers and the Magic. My Clips getting some good news this morning with PG and Kawhi being cleared to play. So our time without him, without them only lasted two games, and we'll take the one and one It sucks that the winning streak got killed, but you know what? We know the real deal is beating the Clippers means beating them with Kawhi and PG. So we're playing against the Tragic Magic today who struggle offensively mightily, and they've been poor ever since Markel Fultz went down. Two and nine, they said uh, in the commentary. And Cole Anthony wasn't doing anything, but (laughs) it was mainly just if we control Vucevic, we'll be fine. And honestly, we just kept everybody at bay. Fournier wasn't really getting going, even though he ended up with, yeah, eight points. He just couldn't get... I, I thought our defense was good. I, th- I think our energy to start out games this season has been just totally different. It's starting to become a norm that we've come out with, you know, energy on D. And, you know, with Kawhi and PG, you know, haven't been haven't played in a couple of days. They've, they have, they're rested, ready to go. And we're just... We're a long, uh, long, very, you know, we communicate well, organized defensive team now. Or just a team in general. And I know against the Magic, their offense is bad, so it's not really going to test us. But the main thing with the Magic is stopping Vucevic, and we did exactly that. And that starts with Serge Ibaka. I thought he was really good defensively. I thought he was, you know, doing some uh, sneaky tactics in the post, like grabbing his arm a bit. And I'll give, I'll say something. The refs were a little nice to us for once. Uh, they weren't very nice to the Magic. Vucevic looked like he wanted to take the ref's head off. But in the first quarter, offensively, we set the tone, and that came from Paul George. I don't know what the Magic were thinking, switching Vucevic on to Paul George a couple times in the first quarter. That was, you know, put him on the skillet, barbecue chicken all day long. PG was, you know, not didn't skip a beat. Same with Kawhi. We got off to an early lead. And then Paul, uh, Ty Lue delegated to, uh, to go with the non-stagger. So we went with Kawhi and PG out at the same time. And... That hurt us because the Magic just started scoring. They scored 11 points in one minute to end the first quarter. So, and Lou Williams just came in and started hucking him away. Not much ball movement. A lot of high pick and roll with Lou going into 18-foot left-footed. I'm going left leaners, which we've become accustomed to him hitting over the years. Except, once again, Lou's washed. Like, he played better in the second half in this game. 4 of 11, 9 points. But, you know, he only played 17 minutes, which I love about this team that Ty Lue is not just going to let everybody play willy-nilly. If you're not playing well, you're getting limited minutes. People are like, oh, Lou Williams' minutes are down this year. That's why he's not playing well. Well, why the fuck do you think his minutes are down? Because he's not playing well, and Ty Lue's not a bot coach that's just going to keep you in regardless of how you're playing. He actually, When you play well, you get more minutes, and when you don't, you come out. And you know who knows that better than anyone, and it's been a result um, of him playing poorly in the past? 
Reggie Jackson, but look how he's playing now. Ever since he got put in the starting lineup with Beverly's injury, he has known his role. And today, Paul George and Kawhi came back, and he didn't need to do too much, and he didn't. He stuck with the catch-and-shoot Reggie, and he was fantastic. And to end the second quarter, even though the Magic came back and kind of got it close, we pushed it up towards the end of that second quarter because Kawhi Leonard to end the quarter, and Paul George as well, but mainly Kawhi, filthy dunk, and Paul George had a really filthy dunk too. And then hitting, uh, I think it was a buzzer-beating three in the corner, Kawhi, to end it. So we took a nice 14-point lead into halftime. And in the third quarter, I thought we really just put our foots on their neck or put our foot on their necks. And Kawhi was solid. PG was even better. Paul George, to me, player of the game, 26 points, 10 of 19, 3 of 9 from 3. You know, he's getting to the basket. And, you know, even though Nick Batum was a little quiet tonight offensively, only shot four times, one of four, one of four, all his shots were threes. But he does other things. He plays good defense. He communicates. You know, he's not a guy that's going to take anything away from anybody. And he spreads the floor because he's he's shooting very well this year. So teams know that he is a threat. So they're not going to, you know, it, it makes it easier for Kawhi and PG to have more room to operate. And, and the only person, people, the only people that could do a decent job on Kawhi were Ennis and Aaron Gordon. But anybody else guarding him, like Fournier, easy. Easy money. And I just love the array. It, this, it's, it's just all, it was too easy tonight. Like, the Magic is just not very good without Markel Fultz. And by the way, Mo Bamba can't get into this Magic team. Like, really? I thought Kennard was okay as well. Two of five, six points, two of four from three. I like Kennard, man. He just does his job. And, oh, Senior. Senior came in and, and, and got a couple of buckets for us, too, as well. 13 points. So it was pretty comfortable. I thought Ibaka was really good, too. You know, he doesn't like uh, dunking the ball sometimes. He seems allergic. He likes to turn over that left shoulder and go with that right-handed jump hook. But he was making all the shots he was missing yesterday around the basket tonight. He even got Cole Anthony on a switch and went at him, which I like. So there you go. A very comfortable win. You know, 26 points, 116 to 90. 15 and 5, 10 of our last 11. Ty Lu has this squad playing great. They move the ball. They're playing with confidence. Our leaders are setting an example. Reggie Jackson with a turnaround alley oop buzzer beater, catch and shoot. Reggie, 4 of 7, 2 of 4 from 3, 10 points. He's actually starting to win me over, guys. And it's funny because I was very critical of Reggie Jackson. I thought, you know, it was a bad decision re signing him and everything. And I'm not going to say that, you know, just because he's played well in a couple games that that's. You know, I've been I've been proven wrong, but he's starting to win me over in terms of me liking him because he's he's really buying in and he's really having fun. And he's not doing too much, and I'm just so happy that we have a coach now that will hold players accountable when they're not playing well. So that makes every minute that you play on the court important. If you are being lazy, if you, you know Reggie Jackson's defense has been better since the, since he's been put into the starting lineup, he knows that if he doesn't play well, Ty Lue's gonna sit his ass on the bench, and I love that. So that's the um. That's a Clipper recap. Let's move on to the Lakers and the Pistons before we go to the live subscribers. And anyway, um, yeah, let's go to the Lakers. So the Lakers were without Anthony Davis in this one. And the Pistons were playing. You know, we, we always talk about... As a, Laker, as a Laker fan, you're going to, you know, be like, how do we lose to the Pistons? But you also got to give the Pistons some credit. This is one of the better games they played in terms of Jeremy Grant, Derrick Rose, and Blake Griffin that I've seen. Well, Jeremy Grant actually was only 14 points, but he was still in some tough shots. Blake Griffin was starting to get hot in the second half. But it was really Derrick Rose in the first half that was 
coming out, uh, hitting some tough ones in mid-ranges. Thought the Laker defense, Wayne Ellington was getting free off screens, former Laker Wayne Ellington. He had 20 points in the game. I thought the Lakers' attention to detail to start the game wasn't as sharp. That happens without Anthony Davis, but LeBron had such a great quarter shooting the ball that he kept him in the game, so they were only down three after one. But second quarter, you know, the Lakers did a little bit better. They clamped down a bit defensively, but also the Pistons just aren't very good offensively. However, Mon Trader came in, and he was getting locked up by Isaiah Stewart in the second quarter. I had posted some clips of that on Twitter. But Kuzma, I thought Kuzma was getting different kinds of looks. I thought he did a great job of rebounding. He had 10 rebounds. And the Lakers were up two going into the half. So everything was all right. And then the third quarter, and fourth quarter, I should say, People say that the Lakers' defense was bad. I think the Lakers' defense wasn't great. I thought that Kuzma wasn't great defensively to the standard that we've become accustomed to with him lately, which has been he's reinvented himself as a defensive player that gets rebounds. He had the rebounding part, and he even had the scoring part in this game. That's one thing I'll say about the second half. Kyle Kuzma, in the second half, was having a, scoring in a variety of ways, and I like when he can score in a variety of ways. And, yeah, not just catch and shoot. And, you know, it's Dennis Schroeder. He's really struggling to gain a rhythm. And this is what I feared. I told, I think I mentioned one of my earlier podcasts. LeBron and AD were doing a good job in the beginning of the, of the season, get, you know, taking a backseat at times. Actually, it was mostly, you know, pick and rolls with Schroeder and AD, to be honest. But LeBron, I guess you could say, was scoring less in the beginning of the season. But ever since he started to score more, Schroeder's been starting to score less. I'm not going to go back to that box stuff. Yet, I'm not going to get harsh on LeBron because at the end of the day, he's the champ. Dennis Schroeder is not. And Dennis Schroeder is still missing shots, and he can be playing better. But, you know, two of eight, that's not going to cut it. He's got to be also, without AD, I expect him to shoot more than that. And, yeah, the third quarter, the Lakers, guys, second half, they only scored 34 points. They scored 31 in the first quarter. They scored 34 in the second half. So that tells you how they lost this game. And you know mainly who fell off in the second half scoring the basketball? LeBron James. He was on fire in the first half. And here's the thing about Bron. He's not the type of guy he's never been. And if you have a game that you can think of off the top of your head, tell me. But he's never been a guy that is like cold or hasn't been shooting and then goes into the fourth quarter and wins you the game. He's never been that type of player. He's a guy that he needs to see the ball go in the basket to take over games late. He's not a guy that like... You know, Jimmy Butler's one of the best in today's NBA. He's got he shoot, shot seven times. He could take over. You know, there were games where Kobe was bricking everything in, when I was young, and then he would just come out in the fourth quarter and go nuts. Um, but, you know, LeBron just needs to be in rhythm. And in the fourth, I thought he just stopped shooting for too long in the third quarter. And Blake Griffin started getting hot from three. And, you know, the Laker defense in the third quarter wasn't bad. The Pistons only scored 26 points, and a lot of them were Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose hitting some tough shots. Mason Plumlee had a really good game, too. You know, both ends of the floor, actually. He had a block. He had 17 and 10, and he was 7 of 8 from the field. And Marcus Saul, I thought that he didn't look at the basket enough. He, he only shot two times, and there were a couple of times I'm like, Mark, pop that shit. And LeBron got mad at him a little bit one time when he didn't shoot the ball. And Mon Trader, not very good. 4 of 10. His, they, got, he, they were picking on him on defense again. Classic. Put him in the pick and roll. And I think that Vogel persists a little too long with Tress sometimes. Mon Trader, I should say. Wes Matthews, also been very disappointing in my opinion. He's really not offered much. He's very inconsistent shooting the ball. You know, he plays only a couple minutes. He doesn't really bring much to the table unless he's hitting shots. His defense is okay, but he doesn't play long enough to make a real long-lasting defensive impact in my opinion. One of five from him in the game, three points only. I thought Caruso was one of the only bright spots. He's very consistent with his impact. He was, one, he was plus four. He had six points, played some solid D. 
THT wasn't bad either with 13, but ultimately, LeBron in the fourth quarter, he just fizzled out. The Lakers only scored 14 points. I mean, that's not going to get it done. KCP, six points. Missed, the Lakers missed way too many layups, man. LeBron was missing layups and neglecting to take mid-ranges or floaters. Now LeBron, don't I don't want LeBron to turn into freaking Luka or Harden, just not taking mid-ranges, um, even though he's cut it down as his career has gone on, but he's still found a happy medium at times. It hasn't really hurt him. He's still won all the time, but... Yeah, it's, you know, you may be overreacting because, you know, there's no AD, but this really shows how valuable he is to the team, you know? They struggled big, and LeBron just fizzled out. I mean, he had 20 points with, like, I want to say eight minutes to go in the second quarter, and then he finished with 22 points. That's that's really weird. And the Lakers just look gassed, but you got to give the Pistons credit, man. you got to give the Pistons credit. They played a good game. You know, Wayne Ellington, 20. Mason Plumlee, 17. Jerry and uh, Blake Griffin, 23. D. Rose, 14. So... That's it for me tonight. We're going to go to the live subscribers now waiting so patiently in the chat, 27 of them. But yeah, guys, thanks so much for joining me. Let me know what you think. We got a really good game tomorrow between the Lakers and the Celtics. I will be live after that, so make sure to tune in. I got to get some Celtics fans in the live. I see my boy Isaac in here tonight. I need more Celtics fans tomorrow once the Celtics beat the Lakers because tomorrow, because I'm... We're trying to go for the first seed, the Clippers. It's no mistakes. We're trying to go for the first seed. I'm a Mavs fan tonight because of that reason, and I'm an even bigger Celtics fan tomorrow, and the Celtics are a dime dropper team, as are the Lakers, and we're going to go with them. Go Seas. I hope they attack the rim and punish Mon Trader. Get ready. Jalen Brown coming for that ass. Later.